Hello and welcome to another week of podcast. Let's get this chair a bit closer to the microphone. There we go. And uh, so we go through the news. We find some pointless stories. It's the dark side of the news that doesn't really get fully represented in podcastery. But we step in and fill that gap for you, which is uh, written on my business cards. Might be why I don't get a lot of calls. Anyway, it's uh, today's show sounded a lot like this. A brand new week. How was your weekend? I performed at someone's wedding over the weekend. That's how desperate for money I am. I mean, that's how... Well, my career's going. No, it's still the same sentence, really, isn't it? But no, it was fun. Um, congratulations to them. They're uh, Hopefully they recovered from my jokes. But So how was your weekend? Are you ready for another one of these things we call a week? Let's do a stretch. Oh, and click. Oh, there it is. So now we're ready. On the show today, we'll be getting ready for the alarm that goes off next weekend on our phones. I'm going to mention it most days because I do worry about this freaking people out. Water companies are in for it. Larry's got some entertainment news. We've not heard from him in a couple of weeks. It's weird, isn't it? When I got busy and had a sore throat, he disappeared. Um, There's a joke that I wrote when I was probably 17 that makes it into the show. It's not a good joke, but it's, you know, it's got value due to age, like, like a fine wine. And then dating. There's a computer that could help you. All of that on the way. You know, we've talked about this alarm that's going to go off on our phone. They're testing a warning system. In case they need to send us, I don't know, some warning. It'll start off as a warning, but you wait. We'll get spammed on this thing within a couple of years. Governments will be using it to send out their messages of like, oh, there's an election coming up, by the way. That's just my hypothesis, and it's probably not true. But um, this message that will appear alongside the loud alarm on millions of mobile phones next Sunday is when it happens. It will be a test of the new public alert system. 3 3 p.m.? If my little lad is still having a nap, if I spend that long trying to get him down for a nap and then that alarm goes off and wakes him up, I will drive round to wherever this comes from and give him a dry slap. It's a 10 second alarm and then a message will pop up. So be ready, I suppose, is the advice. If you've got an old mobile phone that you've forgotten about, but somehow it's still turned on, get ready for that thing to go off in a drawer. Um, If you have a second mobile phone because you're having an affair, maybe put that, uh, turn it off, I suppose. If you're Rebecca Vardy and you don't want people to find an old phone, worry. That really starts to worry, I suppose. But um, So they'll test it and it'll work. But what happens if it doesn't work? They're the people who need to report that they didn't manage to get a warning message. But they'll be the one people who don't know that it's happening. Because it'll just blow... <laughs> the whole thing's an absolute waste of time. So looking forward to that. There's a story in the news if you're looking to find love, if you're dating. This is probably bad news or whatever, but the the implication is better. So a dating expert is using AI to help genetically non-blessed men find love. Model Stefan Pierre Tomlin claims that dating has never been such a hard task to meet women. Uh, it comes easy for him. In 2017, he revealed that a, uh, he was the most swiped man, and that's a good thing, apparently. Wow, the world's changed, isn't it? And now he's using AI to coach romantic success. I don't believe a word of it. Because the AIs don't really chat. They chat well for a computer, but they're not that smooth. But then again, neither am I. If you want advice on how to talk awkwardly to women, come and have a word with me. I'll help you out. But the next few generations of these AI chatbots, I won't need to learn, or in general, people won't need to learn how to flirt. Just send ChatGPT to do it for you. Just ask them to chat up everyone in your DMs. The next thing, it'll just report on who said yes, and then you can drive around there. Hey, 
Excellent work. I'm looking forward to this future now. Did you catch this story over the weekend? A water firm has said, do you know what? You should probably try and save some water. How about you don't flush your toilet anymore? Do you remember the days when we used to be able to flush our toilets? You know, we weren't asking for too much. When water companies didn't waste all their water and we didn't have to make up for it. But now, the boss of one of Britain's leakiest water suppliers has been blasted for telling people not to flush after having wee wee tinkles. Catherine Ross, who's a director at Thames Water, urged householders to shorten their showers. Well, I need to do something to feel clean after living with an open toilet of... <laughs> so anyway, she said the biggest thing that everyone can do to reduce their water consumption day to day is shorter showers and not flushing the loo every time. I mean, I don't flush the loo every time I have a shower, if that helps. If anything, it makes the shower worse. But here's what, here's what we could do. Um, Thames Water could stop losing all the water through their leaky pipes. They're allowed to have many leaks, I'm not allowed to take one. So, there we go, I think I've solved that one for you. Uh, I'm sure they're not listening either, but if they were, then maybe. The only thing we ask for in this world of cost of living crisis and things being difficult, let a man go to the loo. We've not heard from Larry in a while, so let's get an update in all that's happening in the world of celebrity and whatnot. And for more on that, a man who knows what he's talking about, it's Larry, hello. Hey, Stevie. Larry, good to hear from you. It's been a while. Uh, what have you got for us this time? Simon Laban has said that he dressed commando for 20 years. Like an elite soldier. I'm surprised we didn't notice if he did it for two decades, but I suppose, you know, camouflage. No, Stevie, he wasn't dressed as a commando. He dressed commando. Oh, without undercrackers. If that's what you call them. Yes, I do, yes. Uh, well, that kind of makes sense. I mean, if you're a famous star, always on planes, not having to pat your undies makes it easier. But why did he stop? In a podcast, he told how one time on stage, his trousers ripped and the audience could see his... Well, well, we know what they could see. Less of a view to a kill, more of a view to a... Have you ever gone commando, Stevie? Yes, actually. Exactly the same thing happened to me. I was on stage, bent to pick up a prop, and my trousers ripped, and, I mean, it was my fault for wearing trousers that were already old and wearing thin. Yeah, you really dropped the ball on that one. Well, not just one. What? Anyway, never mind. Um, thank you for the update. We'll speak soon. OK, toodles. Earlier on, we were talking about this person who's in charge of Thames Water, and she said that we should save water, and we should by not flushing the toilet when we've used the toilet. I'm not sure about that one. I think she should save water by saving water because you're a water company. It's your job. It's not our job to just leave an absolute state in the bathroom. But Thankfully, people have been getting in touch with other ways to save water. I don't know if this means we'll do this on top of not flushing or this is instead of. But if we save water, then look, if we all pull together, we all work hard, we all save more water, we can make sure that the water companies get nice profits and, and give it to the shareholders. So that'd be nice, wouldn't it? Dan says, um, I plan to share a bath to save water, but so far, no replies on Facebook Marketplace. Okay, well, good, good luck, I suppose. Um, Jay says, to try and cut back on water, I'm drinking less water, I'm having more beer. Okay, again, I'm not sure if that technically, scientifically makes sense but I'm certainly not going to talk you out of it if anything does that not mean you need the toilet more after though but if you're not flushing then no wonder you have to drink it feels like they've only just turned on well we're getting we're getting all the info today for more in the world of uh, entertainment let's speak with Larry hello hey Stevie Larry good to hear from you again twice in one show clearly someone's paid a bill I know 
know. What a treat. What have you got for us this time? Bad news for 1960s model Twiggy, who's just lost a court case. Oh, no. What about? She was suing a dog accessory company for using the word Twiggy, which she claimed to have copyright on. Hmm, Okay. well, I mean, that seems a bit rich. I mean, the word Twiggy was around before her. Plants grew on the earth before mammals, so twigs were here first. I suppose, and for the same reason, the classical composer Bark didn't really complain. Yeah. George W. Bush. Yeah, you're just listing people with arboreal names now. Robert Plant. Yes, um, but do you know what I mean? Like When you say the word Twiggy these days, you don't always think of her. I don't know, Stevie. I still love her work. She's an icon. If someone says Twiggy, I remember her. Okay. And I really liked it when she used to say to Buck Rogers, Biddy, biddy, biddy. Right, I feel like you've proved my point, but thank you for the update. We'll speak soon. Okay, toodles. A quick one from the news, because this is a news story that no one ever cares about. There are often stories like this. A cat basically was reunited after it got driven away because it was trapped in an engine. That always happens. The reason I mention it is because when I was like 17 or 18 or something, I was trying to write jokes for radio presenters. And the, effectively, this story was in the news. And I remember talking with my dad, and he was saying, I, I do jokes about that then. And I said, oh, I don't know. Let's have a look. There's a cat that was trapped in a car. Uh, the owner just thought it was the engine purring. And he laughed. He actually laughed at one of my jokes, which is probably the only time. And ever since then, whenever that news story comes back, because it always happens, I always remember that time with that. Podcast done then. That'll do, won't it? That counts as a podcast, technically. Uh, were there any other stories that we saved? I don't think there was because we did the Simon Le Bon thing. Follow Larry on Twitter if you want more of those, at Larry Entz. Uh, although there'll be more of those in the show as well. Subscribe to wherever you get this podcast. It'll be very nice, and we'll return to normality tomorrow when we do another one. Uh, till then, bye.